tell you something funny. We were out here living, out here at the lodge for about 90 days. My wife decided she wanted to remodel the kitchen. So we moved out here to the lodge. I always thought, man, this would be so cool, living out at the lodge. I got the land, and it was cool. And then we went out in the garage one night, <clears throat> and there was a snake in the garage. And it was late at night, they could barely see it. And I'm like, I ain't going back out in the garage again. And uh, they finally figured out a way to get it out of the garage, all this kind of thing. Notice I said they, not me. I don't do snakes, folks, okay? But uh, my wife's a country girl, and her and her mother figured out a way to get it out. I think it may still be in there, but I hope not. <clears throat> but let's talk about prey drive. Prey drive is instinct, okay? I finished this book. It's coming out in January through McGraw-Hill. People ask me, what does prey drive mean? Prey drive is instinct to pursue something. And it's in its essence, okay? In an animal, it's the ability, it's the, it's the animal's ability to stalk, capture, and kill prey. In a human, it is, it is an instinct to pursue a deal, pursue opportunity, pursue potential, pursue a bigger future. So I was doing a podcast today and the guy asked me, why, why is it not activated in people? And I said, man, many times they're never exposed Exposure is an activator of prey drive. They gotta see it. They gotta be exposed to it. They gotta be in a room. It's gotta, it's gotta be activated by something, right? And in the book, I kinda go into these five activators. But I said, man, I'm a basketball coach. And uh, I was a basketball coach. And I play the percentages. And one percentage is a stat I saw that said 87% of people will never find their purpose. There's all these stats out in the world whether they're true or not, I think they're true, uh, many of them, is that a person, 67% of people are disengaged with what they do for a living, man. They get up and they go to a job. They, they, they pick up a paycheck, as my buddy Rick Ensel would say. They got a dream, they got, they got a, a potential, they got an energy, they never pursue it. Why do they never pursue it? They don't believe they can do it, man. They basically allow themselves to contract to a place of comfort, become complacent. That's in essence what they've done. So the, the book, Flip the Switch, the podcast Flip the Switch, is to reactivate that drive inside of a person to want to pursue their potential. Think about people you know right now, kids, family members, spouses, coworkers, people in your downline that have all this talent and potential but they don't, they don't do anything with it. And I believe it's because their prey drive has never been activated. Right, like, like seeing a vision, like this piece of land right here we're purchasing right here beside me and we're gonna be putting a little welcome house on it, probably a workout facility. We're gonna be putting a big sign there that says the lodge. We're looking at tiny cabins. See, that's vision. You go there in the mind before you go there in the body. All things are created twice, first mentally, then physically. That activates my prey drive. Coming out here and just seeing the potential of this place activates my prey drive. Wanting to generate a place that produces uh, passive income 
where people are renting this place and companies are coming here and spending spending a day or two days with me. One of my most popular products is uh, companies come here and spend a day with me. Teams come here and spend a day with me. We have uh, uh, teams coming in the next couple weeks, health coaching teams, uh, Herbalife is coming here to spend a day with me. And I just spend a day with people here at the lodge. The purpose of that is activate their drive. It shakes them up, man. Gets them out of their grind daily grinding gets them to a place where they can relax, they can be open, they can learn, they can grow. How could you not have your prey drive activated if you come out here? You know, just the expansiveness of it activates it. But I got dreams and visions. My wife Natalie's got dreams and visions, taking this place and making it bigger. Right? That activates my prey drive, expanding something. But nothing happens until something is sold, guys. Sales is an expansion activity. So what do we need? A lot of people may ask me, what do we need? Well, we need an idea. We need a landing page. We need a way to generate leads. We need a way to follow up on those leads. And we need skill in converting people and getting people excited. Prey Drive is involved in all of that. It's involved in coming up with the idea, the activation. It's involved in that seeing the idea through to its conclusion. It's one thing to have an idea. It's another thing to have the persistence and the intensity to see that idea through to its conclusion. And I say logical conclusion. And I had a guy that was in our coaching program for a very short period of time. He quit and he used to say to me, what does this mean? See it through to its logical conclusion. There is no conclusion. Yes, there is a conclusion. Captain Bozo, you take an idea and you take it to the manifestation of the idea that you have in the mind. So here's the idea, Jack. We cleared this land off over here so we could have tiny cabins. Tiny cabin community, why? People can stay on site when they come in for the boot camps. Increases the revenue, gives people a place to stay. Probably have eight, nine, 10 cabins. We got, we got a, a unfinished land, unfinished space up there. I'm gonna turn it into a big virtual studio so I can do virtual events there, podcast studio. So I can just walk in and boom, we can do, right? So when we have powerful people here, Brad Lee, Sean Mike, uh, Tim Grover's been here, uh, Sharon Lecter, Tim Story. When we have these people here at the lodge, it's like, hey man, let's pop over to the studio and do an incredible interview. Right? Right there at the lodge. See, that, that is that is undercapitalized assets. I don't want to go too fast down the hill, Jack. Throw you out. See, that's an undercapitalized asset. All of us have not they're not liabilities. They're only liabilities because they're not converting right now. See where I'm going with this? See, we would have little tiny cabins like this. This is where my wife's uh, mother lives. She tends to the land when we're not here. So when you're thinking about this, you have undercapitalized assets. Now, this is one of my favorite terms, Jack. Uh, banks have names for people. Like that's an ultra high net worth individual. <clears throat> ultra high net worth individual. U H N ultra high net worth W I 
That's the, nick that's the nickname for them. I'm probably going to write a book at some point that's ultra-talented, yet highly undercapitalized. People. Look at all this raw land that could be converted. Tiny cabin community. Uh, uh, place for people to hang out. See, what I want to do back here, Jack, is I want to... I want to take these barns and I want to do something really, really cool with them. You say, well, what could you do? Well, we could do uh, turn them into basketball courts for kids to play. We could turn them into a concert hall to have concerts, which, you know, I love country music. We've had Randy Hauser here. We've had Lewis Bryce, I think, here. We've had the Mance Brothers. See, see the barns are undercapitalized. See, what I see... See, just by talking about this, it's activated my prey drive. Because we could never leave here and make millions of dollars with this one place if we just spent time and energy. See, what I see right here is an outdoor concert venue. Look at this. We already got a stage. We already got a stage right here. People bring their, right? People bring their chairs. We, we build it up. We make it real cool. Open up the barn doors. That's prey drive. That's Pray drive, I, I see it with the mind's eye. I have a vision of it with the mind's eye. And I have the persistence and intensity. See the idea, the idea is okay, but it's only one part of the equation. Lots of people got ideas. Now, it's another thing to build it. Got a guy up in Michigan, said, man, I, I saw you have this lodge. I went and bought a lodge just like you coach. And then he said, but I don't know what to do with it. So it's a liability. Until it's activated, it's a liability. So it's, it's one thing for me to tell you, oh, I got this vision, I got the land, I got the vision. It is another thing to get people out here, paint a picture, draw up the plan, spend the money, clear out the land, build the tiny cabins, build out the space for the things, man. Every time I come out here, I'm like, man, I got a, I got a great asset. I got to go home and tell my wife, we got to get, we got, what we need is a good project manager that we can give a vision to and say, go do it. Because I'm always looking, Jack, at all these other properties around the country. Like, like I'm going to go to Chattanooga and get a property or Michigan and get a property. Hell, I don't, I don't need to go to those places. What I need to do is buckle down right here, folks. I got the land and the property. It's being stupid. That's what I'm being. This is what happens, man. See, I have, I had a coach once named Dave Blanchard, great dude. Owned all the rights to Ogmandino's work. And Dave Blanchard, I did this test called the Habit Finder. And he basically said, you have the gift, you have the, a, a blessing and a curse, coach. He said, you got the gift of vivid visualization. You know what that means, folks? It means I can, I can see in the mind having, having real estate all around the world. And what I do is I bypass the opportunity I have in front of me sometimes because I vividly see other potential somewhere else. And he said, that's where your frustration comes from because you go from fantasizing, seeing it, to catastrophizing it. Meaning you get frustrated when, you, when it don't happen fast enough. Like this greatness factory in Nashville. What we should be doing is focusing on building this first greatness factory. Then 
open up greatness factories in other parts of the country, right? Not, not until we have the first one built. So this little exercise of us getting out riding the land and helping people understand what prey drive is. So let's go through the three phases of prey drive. One, activation, prey drive must be activated. Exposure, competition, fear, embarrassment, environment. This is environment. This is exposure. Man, it's beautiful out here. But look at the potential of it. A lot of you guys watching this, that are gonna watch this, man, you're sitting on acres of diamonds. Oh, Jack, we done get crazy out here on this Polaris. See, see, you're sitting on acres of diamonds. What's that Cronwell book? Acres of diamonds? But man, you ain't activated it. Or you got the vision, but you don't have the second part of Prey Drive, which is persistence. The persistence. That is the ability to see an idea through to its logical conclusion. Remember that? Person told me there ain't no such thing as a logical conclusion. Now, could it be evolving? Yes, to the dude's point. But he didn't understand what I was saying. I was saying, look, if I see 10 tiny cabins, big sign, gym, virtual studio, barns built, that's taking a vision and seeing, seeing it through to its conclusion. I had it, I manifested it, which means take thought, turn it into reality. So what we're talking about here is, is activation, number one. Number two, persistence. And if you're watching this, I want you thinking about where you struggle. My struggle is, is too many ideas. And, and vivid visualization, meaning I, I want to I go buy another retreat site versus make this one as profitable as I can make it. See, if we just stepped back and sold out every one of our boot camps, every one of our boot camps, 100% sold out. Lodge rented, max capacity, money generating mechanisms in place, then that's capitalizing on the asset. It takes money though. Where does the money come from? comes from the coaching business, helping people, locating problems, monster producer, person of interest, boot camps, retreats. So when you're thinking about this, first step is activation, second step is persistence, third step is intensity, timelines and deadlines, compression, ideas to action. Okay, so one action was, hey, we won't get the land cleared. That's step one, that's what we did. Okay, now we seed it. It's got a lot of rock. We've got to figure out what we're going to do about that. At one time, we thought about adding a pool out here, like a country club. People could pay memberships, come out and hang out. It's a lot of rock here, though, so we probably have to build it up. Activation, persistence, intensity. If there's a snake in the garage, Jack, I'm going to let you get it out. Okay? Thank goodness my wife's tough. Tough, tougher than I am. Snake in the garage. Come on, folks. So you gotta ask yourself, what's keeping you from doing this? We put $293,000 down when we bought this place. That money came from a successful coaching business. And then we, then we had a vision, man. And then after the vision, we just started doing events. 
So if you're out there and you're watching this, you may say, man, I got a vision, but I don't know what to do. This is why Sullivan's work in who, not how, Jack, is so critical. Don't get caught up in the mechanics. I'm gonna make one more lap. I think people are gonna like this episode. Flip the switch off-road with Coach. We had a woodpecker up here one day. Thought I was gonna strangle that woodpecker, just beating on. I was up there, I was up there training people and coaching people. And the damn woodpecker wouldn't 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 let me coach people. He just not think about the woodpecker, man. He just banged his head against the wall. Boom, 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 boom. All day. That's all he does. He's gotta get some kind of pleasure out of that. Some of us bang our head against the wall. We don't get pleasure out of it. Or maybe we do. Maybe there's some type of benefit. Uh, that, that keeps you doing things that are not productive. I don't know. Is it productive for the woodpecker? Sitting there knocking the, knocking the wood off my lodge. So let me talk about one more thing. I'm going to talk about follow-up. Because in my opinion, the fortune is always in the follow-up. You know what I'm saying? I got an idea. If I don't go home tonight, get with my wife, get with our fa a family assistant, one of our project managers, talk about bringing this thing to life, it never happens, man. So, so when I wrote Million Dollar Follow-Up, I initially wrote it for leads, right? You generate leads, you follow up on a lead. And then I was speaking somewhere, and... Uh, I was speaking somewhere, and it just occurred to me right in the middle of the presentation, man, we need to be following up on dreams. I always dreamed of having a lodge. I always dreamed of having a place at the ocean. I always dreamed of doing retreats and boot camps. I always dreamed of having enough passive income. I always dreamed of having a private jet. Now you just want a bigger private jet once you have one, and a bigger lodge. And, and the ability to do whatever you want, when you want, you know? But follow-up is what makes it all happen. The ability to follow up on an idea, follow up on a strategic partnership. What we're doing with, uh, with just everything, man, success schools and all these things, it's, it's just this ability to see something through to its conclusion and follow up on who can help you. Let me go back to that who, not how, because that's an incredible concept. Sullivan talks about you don't need to know how to do everything. Somebody out there knows how to do it. Who can help you? So I'm, I'm, start about, I'm about to start raising capital for real estate, insurance, retreat, retreat sites. Who knows? A lot of people raise capital for apartment complexes. I've never done that. Maybe, maybe I should be doing it. Maybe it's for greatness factories. But I've got a guy named Dan that knows how to do it. I'm gonna go to Dan and say, hey man, raise, how do you raise the capital? He gets his percentage, we get the money. We're able to go do what we wanna do. Who, not how, who can help you with your dreams? Who can help you with your goals? Who can help you with your ambitions? Who can help you with your passive money? And this really brings me to the point of having a coach. See, see, coaches is, is the word coach has become such a saturated term. Okay? 
I'm going to look it up right now, Jack. I'm going to look it up right now. Because people need to know this. We'll see what the word coach means. Coach definition. I ain't talking about the, the purses. Right? Well, horse-drawn carriage. No, that's not what we're looking about. Translations, coach. Economy class seating. <laughs> uh, verb, coaches, economy class. From Hungarian, wagon. It's interesting. The word comes from Hungarian, a wagon. Train or instruct. Give extra or private teaching. I like that. Teach as a coach, subject or sport. Prompt or urge with instruction. I like that. What it means to be a coach. A coach is someone who trains a person or team in a particular sport. See, what is the role of a coach? Planning, organizing, delivering an appropriate range of activities. What do you call a person who coaches? Hmm, interesting. Mentor, tutor, teacher, trainer, drill instructor, skipper. See, why do we have coaches in our life? This is really at the core when I wrote the book, Everybody Needs a Coach in Life. He who trains and coaches and develops talent. Somebody's gotta develop your talent. Potential is just kinetic energy that's stored until activated. Tonight I'm taking my, my daughter to uh, performance cheerleading and they got a coach. And one of the first things he said is there's a, there's a $500 quitting fee. If you quit, you pay 500 bucks. Let me tell you, some adults would go broke. If they had to pay a $500 quitting fee for everything they ever quit in their life, you'd be broke. If, I, if people had to pay me a $500 quitting fee for all the people who started and quit, who didn't show up, who didn't muscle up, who didn't, man, come on. But I loved it. I told that dude afterward, I went up and shook his hand. I said, well, I love that idea. $500 quitting fee. Because people start and they don't quit, right? Adult, adults quit more than kids do. So I take my daughter there and we're going we're gonna to teach her, they're going to teach her how to performance cheerlead, tumbling, there's coaching, there, he who trains, she who trains and develops. I don't know how to do it. Some of the salespeople out there, you guys don't know how to do it. You don't know how to follow up properly, you don't know how to explain the value, you don't know how to do this, you don't know how to do that, so guess what happens, man, you don't do it. And you don't go get a coach. It's like, why do I need a coach? I had a woman calling me, she said, man, I want to come to your couples retreats. But my husband is a know-it-all. He thinks he's got this figured out. And I'm like, how much money is your husband making? Could he be making more? She's, she, right? I'm like, let me talk to him. But if he's got a closed mind, it's called growth mindset versus fixed mindset. Everybody see that? There's nobody who can help that dude until he opens his mind to possibility. Nobody. Nobody on planet Earth. So I just want to encourage you, if you're out there watching this and you took this ride with me today, 
that nobody's going to activate your prey drive for you until you place yourself in a position to get it activated. She desperately wants him to activate it because she knows his potential. She can see his potential. Just like I can see my wife's potential. Just like I can see my kids' potential. Just like I can see my employees' potential. But at the end of the day, until they get interested in that potential, all of them, and place themselves in a position to develop that potential, then the prey drive never is activated. The switch is never flipped. And so therefore we just, man, we just play at a small level. We just play at a small level. And ain't nobody wants to play at a small level. So Jack, this has been fun. Flip the switch, activate the prey drive, take a ride on the Polaris, see old coach in his element in a different way. I told Jack, I said, man, I'm tired of doing Zooms. I'm tired of sitting there. I'm tired of doing the same old thing. Let's get out on the Polaris. Let's ride and let's talk. And let's just talk about important things. Let's philosophize about life, success, winning, losing. 30 years of coaching people. Okay? What's my overall take, Jack? I'll close it with this, guys. Um... Start with good intention, fail to follow through, experience guilt. That's most people's lives. Prey drive never activated, never placed himself in a position, see the coaching as an expense, see other people playing at a high level but can't figure out how to get there. And you just say, what are those people doing that I'm not doing? So there's plenty of opportunity for you folks. You'll always have the ability to generate income as long as you can locate problems and uh, locate ambitions and help people with those ambitions. So, I'm Coach Michael Burt. Everybody needs a coach. Come see me at the Lodge. Boot camps, retreats, got couples retreats, kids schools, all kinds of stuff going on. And we believe everybody needs a coach in life.